HVAC 360, episode number 16. Alert. Seabex on hold. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of HVAC 360. I'm your host, Matt Nelson. Today, I will be talking with uh, uh, two people. It's, uh, it's my first dual Skype interview, so uh, I hope you enjoy it. Um, we are going to be talking to two people from the Energy Information Administration, um, specifically Joelle Michaels and Tom Leckie. Uh, now, Joelle actually is the survey manager for CBEX, uh, which, uh, if you aren't in the know, is the Commercial Building Energy Consumption Survey. It certainly is a mouthful. Um, Tom Leckie is the director uh, of the Office of Energy Consumption and Efficiency Statistics. So I was, uh, I was uh, happy to have both of them uh, on board to, uh, to talk to uh, about CBEX and its current state of being on hold. Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, we get to, we get to really talk about um, the importance of what CBEX is and what it does. Uh, but, you know, for as much as is being said, uh, about the energy economy and how everybody is trying to be more efficient, more green. Uh, guess what, guys? The latest data that we have for CBEX is 2003. This is, you know, nearly eight years old now. Um, that's pretty sad. You know, you really, to be able to, you know, everybody knows the, uh, the old, old adage that uh, to be able to uh, measure something, oh, Lord Calvin, I believe, said it, uh, you know, to measure is to know. Uh, you have to be able to benchmark something. You have to be able to, uh, if you're going to improve it, you have to know where you're starting from. And if you don't have that starting point benchmark, you're really you're really out of sorts. If you're going to do energy improvements, guess what? You got to have this data, and it become you know really clear um, in the survey uh, or in the interview that the survey is really is critical. So. Enough of these uh, gabbing on the front end. I'll talk to you more on uh, after the interview. So uh, let's get talking to Joel and Tom. All right, today we're talking with uh, Joel Michaels and Tom Leckie of the Energy Information Administration. Did I get that right? You did. All right, excellent. Um, so. I guess kind of could you explain a little bit about um, what the Energy Information Administration is and what it does and what its purpose is? Sure. Um, the Energy Information Administration is the independent statistical branch of the U.S. Department of Energy, and we collect independent data about energy. We are specifically tasked with being independent versus being policy-geared. Okay. Um, now, specifically, um, you know, I've, we're having this interview because we want to uh, talk a little bit about uh, CBEX, what, what I'll kind of throw around there is the acronym CBEX. What, what does CBEX stand for and, you know, really uh, kind of describe a little bit of the background? Okay. CBEX stands for the Commercial Buildings Energy Consumption Survey. And so by commercial buildings, let me explain what we mean there. Those, they encompass a very wide variety of buildings. They range in scale from 
skyscrapers to corner mom-and-pop grocery stores to international airports, laundromats, regional hospitals, to small little clinics, neighborhood strip malls to your enormous enclosed malls. They also include buildings that might not really be considered commercial in the traditional sense. Your buildings like churches, schools, fire stations, police stations, libraries, and other government buildings. So that's the definition of the CBEX. Um, what what is, is it? Is it primarily just U.S. focused then, or solely? I should say solely U.S. focused. Right. So the data are collected for the 50 U.S. states. It is completely focused on the U.S. However, that doesn't mean that people from other countries do not use the CBEX data. We have a variable on the file that is the climate zone. So people who are trying to apply the data to their areas sometimes use this variable to to make it as similar to their country as possible. Oh, excellent. Um, now, what, I, I guess, what is some of the, uh, um, what's, what's been the, uh, the history of this survey? So, well, going way back, um, the Department of Energy Organization Act in 1977 actually established EIA, and at the same time it designated CBEX as a congressionally mandated survey. So the very first CBEX was done in 1979, and it's been done every three or four years since then. It started out as a paper and pencil survey before we, we computerized it then in 1995, and the questionnaire itself has evolved quite a bit over the years. Um, of course, over the years, there have been ups and downs in, in the budget. We've had really good years with decent sample sizes and extra questions in the questionnaire. Then one especially tight budget year, though, we had to do the survey over the phone in which we recontacted buildings from the prior CBEX cycle. But really importantly, no matter what our budget has looked like, over the years we've been able to, to maintain really consistently high response rates. We owe that a lot to our congressional authority and our promise of privacy and confidentiality under the law. We've, we've never had less than 82% of the buildings respond to the survey. And this is tremendously successful given that we cover such a wide range of buildings and, and that we sample across the whole U.S. So how often do you do a, uh, a CBEX survey? I mean, as far as the, the, uh, what's the cycle? Every three or four years. It's changed due to the budget. Right. Now, what, uh, I guess, CBEX is probably just one of the various types of surveys that, that you actually perform. What are some of the other surveys or some of the other services that you, you, you perform? So our office is the Office of Consumption and Efficiency Statistics within EIA. And our office directly is in charge of doing sort of a suite of three surveys. We do the commercial building survey, the CBEX. We do the residential energy consumption survey, the RECS. And we do the manufacturing energy consumption survey, or the MECS. EIA as a whole does a lot of different types of surveys. A lot of Our surveys are end-use surveys. We go to the consumer of the energy and collect the energy directly from the consumer. The other surveys go to the energy suppliers, and they collect the data that are coming out from the suppliers. But what makes us unique is that we're able to relate the energy that's used to the characteristics of the building, of the household, of the manufacturing establishment, and just get the relationships of those, of the, yeah, the characteristics to the energy use. Okay. 
Now, I guess so. So, uh, you know, obviously, this is one of the surveys that you're in charge. How is it typically administered nowadays? I mean, you've you've talked about you know being over the phone or using a pencil and paper. What 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 is the you know the typical right. procedure? Right. So we actually go out and we visit about 5,000 buildings across the country to collect the data. We train about 200 professional interviewers, and they visit each selected building. They go to the building, they identify the respondent, which is ideally a building owner or a manager, the HVAC personnel or the energy manager. At that point, they leave them some materials that help them prepare for the interview, including some worksheets. This helps to ensure that we can get the highest quality data possible. Then they give them a few days to look over the materials. The interviewers go back and they sit down with this respondent. They ask them questions using a survey questionnaire that's programmed on a laptop computer. It usually takes between 30 and 45 minutes, and the questions cover topics like the building structure, the ownership and occupancy characteristics, which energy sources are used and, and what they're used for, the types of energy equipment found in the building, HVAC equipment, lighting, refrigeration, and other specialized things. Um, and then how much of each energy source is actually used during the survey year, which is a, it's a one-year reference period. Then whenever possible, we, we collect that energy directly from the respondent. And if they can't give it to us, then we go to their energy supplier in a mail follow-up survey. Okay. Now, how, is, is uh, the survey based on a random sampling, or do people volunteer, or is it go based on the previous survey that you start there and maybe add some people? Uh, do you ever Perfect. grow the survey? Right. Thank you. Uh, that's where I was going next year with this. How do we choose these, these 5,000 buildings to interview? Um, our big challenge is that there is no list of commercial buildings in the U.S. So what we have to do is build a frame. And to do this, we progressively sample smaller and smaller geographic areas of the country until we end up with segments, geographic segments of manageable size. At that point, we send out people called listers, and they actually write down and make a list of every commercial building in that area. This is a very time-consuming, very expensive process. So we don't do this every CBEC cycle, but at the very least each time we have to update this frame. For, for the new construction in those three or four years. Then we also supplement this frame with some specialized lists that are commercially available, like large buildings, hospitals, universities, so that we're sure that these unique types of buildings are ac adequately represented in our, in our sample. So then we take a statistical sample from this frame that's based on building sizes and uses, and we apply probabilities of selection to these so that we are able to represent the stock of buildings accurately. So we collect this, we, this data. Well, we take, then we take, yes, we take the sample, we collect the data, we edit it, and then at the end, using these probabilities of selection, we apply a weight to each building in our sample, which allows us to estimate the entire U.S. building stock. And then very roughly on average, each building ends up representing itself and about 800 other buildings. So each respondent is very, very important to us. 
Did that answer your question? It was a long <laughs> answer, but... <laughs> no, no, actually, actually it did. Uh, so, I mean, does anybody ever try to get on the list, or is it is it something that you, that you strictly dictate to people saying, you know, this looks like a good building, I pick you? Right. No, people people do. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll get an email from someone saying, can I be in your in your survey? But no, absolutely not. It is... It's a ran- it's not randomly, but it's statistically randomly selected. So you can't substitute one building for another. Okay. It's only what's selected. Now, this this framework that you develop, obviously, it's a very important metric. Uh, is there a cycle for that? You said it doesn't isn't done on the same three to four year cycle. Right. No, it's not because, like I said, it's very expensive and time consuming. So we d- there was a a frame done in 1986. And then it was re- wasn't redone again until 2003. So that's you know 15 or so years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I guess you know the qu- the question has to be asked: Why is this so important? And and you know who who's using this data? Right. So yeah, now more than ever, really, our country really needs to start using energy more efficiently. And CBEX is the only source of statistically valid representative data on energy use in U.S. commercial buildings. There's nothing else out there like it. Um, people need this information to, to help gauge whether energy efficiency programs are working and to identify areas for improvement. Um, CBEX is really especially important because it's not just a compilation of different data sources. It's, it's generali- gener- generalizable. And it's a statistically valid benchmark across all buildings in the U.S. EIA is independent, so this adds even extra credibility to our data. We can assure our users that the data are unbiased and factual. And so then who uses it? That really helps, too, to explain why it's so important. It's used across so many different industries. And I mean, I personally respond to questions from, from hundreds of users each year. Uh, but let me touch on, on just a few of the major uses. Um, so I think one of the most visible uses of CBEX is through the EPA, <clears throat> excuse me, the EPA Energy Star Portfolio Manager. And I'm sure everybody listening has heard of this. Um, portfolio Manager allows building owners and operators to track and assess their energy use in their buildings. So maybe, but maybe what everyone listening doesn't know is that CBEX data are the backbone of this rating system. And um, so use of Energy Star is becoming more and more widespread. It's being adopted by the city and state-level energy initiatives and energy policies. It's used by other certification systems like LEED. Um, let's see, building owners and property managers use CBEX benchmarks to, to help drive down fixed operating costs. Uh, I'm sorry, hold on, let me get a drink of water here. That's all right. Mm. <laughs> This is, okay. Um, so to establish a baseline so that they can identify areas for improvement and to measure their success, it, it's used to help set rents and purchase prices. Um, so lately, be, how well a building performs energy-wise is starting to become part of a selection criteria if a business is looking to lease space in a building or to purchase a building. Um, in the finance industry now, CBEX data can be a factor in determining whether or not a loan for energy retrofits is approved or not approved. Um, manufacturers and technology companies use CBEX to define their market potential 
and this can be anything from large established corporations to small startup businesses. Um, let's see, just a couple more here. Um, energy utilities use CBEX data to make appropriate recommendations to their commercial customers about energy-saving technologies. Uh, architects use energy, use CBEX to benchmark energy demand to ensure new and retrofit buildings meet targets for the 2030 challenge. And then ASHRAE uses CBEX data in the development of building codes, as I'm sure you know as well. Absolutely. So it, it, it really it, it does seem to be one of these all-purpose surveys that just about everybody is using. I mean, that, that's, you know, it, it covers such a wide range. I mean, really, is it, just to kind of give it some perspective, is it, is it like one of the most used surveys that you actually have for the uh, EIA? It probably is because of Energy Star. So people that are people that don't even know they're using it are using it when they're using the Energy Star Portfolio Manager. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of the reasons that we're talking: what has happened uh, to your 2011 funding recently? Well, I'm going to go ahead and jump in here, Matt. If that's okay, that's perfect, Tom. Um, so, um, as Joel was just telling you, um, it's a great survey. It's important. Um, and it tells us an awful lot about the way energy is consumed in our country. And we were very excited to, uh, to uh, get started on the next one. Um, we were about five months into our project, and um, we had started the project without full assurance about our funding levels for fiscal year 11, which is a year which runs from October to September the following year. So in April, when the Congress uh, finally appropriated um, funding levels for the entire government, including EIA, uh, we found out that we were going to be funded at a level far less than what we were expecting. So we had to suspend the project in April of 2011, and, um, and we did. And we did that with the full expectation of starting it as soon as the Congress gave us um, the funding levels that would enable us to continue the project. Okay, so it's just it's put on hold. It hasn't been like you know completely canceled or not. But uh, obviously, this is something that's very critical. Um, you know that we need to to be able to continue. But right now, the current survey is on hold. That's absolutely right. It is our full intention to uh, continue the project, to get it started up, and get back in the field on this thing as soon as we possibly can. All right. Um, so the last data, just to kind of put this in perspective, right now nothing's been collected really. They, you've just started. Um, what, what's the last data that we have for the, the CBEX survey? Uh, right now the latest data that we have published is from uh, reference year 2003, meaning it describes commercial buildings in the United States in 2003. Now, what sort of impact is that going to be have that, you know, obviously we have outdated information that we're basing decisions on. Um, I guess what, what, what sort of impacts do you see um, uh, that, are going to, that are going to happen to our industries? Uh, well, you know, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a negative thing for uh, folks at ASHRAE and all the folks who are using uh, the CBEX data. So uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, 2003 is a long time ago, and um, because we had to suspend the survey, we're looking at at least a one-year delay from when we would have otherwise published that information. So I think we're all very well aware of the fact that the stock of commercial buildings has probably changed a great deal since 2003 in the United States. So um, 
We hear every day from people who are uh, doing the best they can with data, which is increasingly out of date, but you know they're, they're good customers to us, and so they let us know that they would very much like to see new data, new, accurate, high-quality data as soon as we can possibly get it to them. Okay. Now, as far as, you know, right now, <laughs> I do the quick math in my head. It's 2003. You're on a three- to four-year cycle for CBEX. Was there like a 2007 that was data that was supposed to be, you know, more up-to-date? I mean, right now we're kind of missing two cycles, essentially. Uh, that's that's correct. So we did uh, field a survey for reference year 2007. Um, we made certain choices, a lot of them motivated by a budget situation in that year um, that made that project a little more risky and a little lower cost than we would otherwise want it to be. Uh, so Joel spent a few minutes telling you about the importance of the statistical method by which we can draw inferences from 5,000 buildings about all 5 million buildings in the country. So um, in 2007, we selected a process which was faster, cheaper, less stringent, less demanding, and we paid the price for that because the survey went into the field and tried to collect information on um, – on a sample of buildings that was not nationally representative. So um, we found that out after the fact. Uh, in about 2009 and 2010, it became clear to us that the quality of the data that was collected uh, during that period in 2008 about the building stock in 2007 um, would not enable us to release an accurate picture of the commercial buildings in the United States. So for those reasons, we decided to not publish national-level inferences. Well. Wow. So I, I guess, you know, going forward from here, um, you know, one of the reasons that, uh, you know, we're, t we're talking today is that uh, ASHRAE, the American Society for Heating, Refrigeration, Air Conditioning Engineers, uh, the heating and cooling people, so to speak, are the, um, uh, the president, the current president, Ron Jarnigan, has issued a letter to the members um, issuing or requesting that, you know, um, you know, they talk to their Congress people uh, about the, uh, the serious nature of CBEX. And obviously, um, through our discussion, uh, you can kind of make your own inferences. But I guess, are there any other uh, organizations out there that are, that are doing the same thing? I mean, really, what can, what can people do um, to be able to, uh, you know, help the situation? Yeah, well, um, I'm happy to report that ASHRAE has really been one of the leading groups that has really raised the awareness of people about how important the survey is and how important it is to get it back in the field as soon as possible. Um, ASHRAE has actively reached out to many, many people, many other organizations, and have become very, very effective spokesmen for the importance of the survey. So um, I give ASHRAE, your organization, a, a great deal of credit for bringing together several groups of people and um, you know, making the impact of the situation well-known to the Congress. Excellent. All right. So um, uh, basically the, uh, the, the march forward is contact your congressman um, and to be able to, uh, you know, explain the, the importance of, uh, of what we're doing here. And uh, uh, I guess any other comments that, uh, that you might have, uh, Tom or, or Joelle? Um, sure. Well, one other thing that, you know, might be helpful for some of your listeners is, um, you know, we want to do the survey that is the most relevant 
and um, the most useful to users of the information. So one of the things we will be doing when we restart the survey is taking a close look at the survey itself, the survey questions itself, and um, communicating with the public and trying to get feedback from the public about really what are the most important emerging energy issues that are of importance to the user community. So um, we will be going out with what we call a federal register notice, which is our, our one thing that we have to do to make our intentions known about the survey, our intentions to conduct the survey, and the questions we intend to ask on the survey. Um, but we're here every day, um, and we are always interested in making sure that the questions we're asking on behalf of users and the public in general are the most important ones. So that is definitely something that your listeners can do. They can think about the most important emerging issues and make sure that we are aware of, um, of what's really happening out there in the field. Great. Um, and uh, I guess uh, the easiest way to get a hold of you is just to, through the uh, uh, um, Energy Information um, uh, Department or uh, Energy Information Administration website. Is that is that correct? Right. The, the CBEX website is eia.gov/cbex, I believe. Or actually, if you Google CBEX, our homepage will be the first hit. Okay. And, and I, my name is on the very first page of that, and my email address. Great. Uh, just and just for the listeners' benefit, I'll uh, I'll make a shortcut to uh, uh, where the uh, uh, you know CBEX is, and I'll post that on the uh, on the website, so people have that and they don't have to remember any sort of alphabet soup. So, um, I guess uh, anything else that you'd like to say? I think that's about it. Um, we really want to thank you for. Um, you know, putting this together and um, helping us get the message out about the CBEX. Great. All right. Well, I appreciate your time, Tom, Joel. Um, it has been a real pleasure talking to you and a, a great educational experience. Um, and uh, um, I look forward to talking with you and uh, hope uh, the uh, uh, program gets reinstated uh, here soon. Great. Thanks, Matt. Thank you very much. All right. We're back. All right, I want to uh, extend a thank you again to Joel and Tom for taking the time out of their busy schedule to, to talk to us uh, about what CBEX is, why it's so important, and, uh, you know, the, the current status. You know, it's really nice to know that as soon as they get funding back, uh, they can get it, they can get it caught up in the next cycle. But really, we need to get this, this ball rolling. If we want to have good data, if we want to make good decisions, um, and, you know, again, policy is about making good decisions. We want to get this information that we can make good decisions, that we can make recommendations for. You know, everybody's using it. You know, when they, they pointed out that, you know, it's the backbone of EPA Energy Star, it, it can't be any more critical than that. I mean, that is a, you know, an easy, accessible, everybody uses it kind of tool um, that, you know, really is becoming, you know, it's, it's hitting mainstream. Um, using the Energy Star, you know, portfolio manager, um, it's something that's simple that even building owners can use. Uh, whether or not you get Energy Star labeled, certified, what have you, it's something that's uh, a great tool that's out there that uh, that that you can use. So, again, you don't really have to uh, uh, remember anything from the. Uh, uh, remember any of the uh, the links that were mentioned. 
in the uh, interview. I will have that all posted on the website, and that's at uh, buildingx.co. Uh, if you, you know, and I would strongly encourage you. Um, you know, I was I was encouraged by uh, you know Ron Jarnigan, the president of ASHRAE, uh, to go out and uh, you know get a letter off to my local uh, congressman um, about. Uh, you know about this cancellation and why CBEX is so important. You know, if you're if you're going to pare down the budget, make sure that it's not something that's absolutely you know vital uh, to making good decisions and good policy in the future. Um, you know, if we if we don't do anything now, guess what? You know, the next cycle we might go a decade uh, without any good CBEX data, and this is you know. It's, it, it's unfathomable that they put so much effort and energy into a quote-unquote energy economy and trying to make everything green. And guess what? They leave out the most important thing, a benchmark, um, a survey that actually is a representative sample of the building stock in the United States. Um, you know, so that's, that's just shocking. So, you know, write your congressperson. You know, even to the point, you know, I'm going to send a link to, the, uh, to my congresspeople about this uh, audio podcast because I think it's, it's short enough for them to listen to, and uh, uh, I think it, it really gives some good background information. Um, there's not a lot of extra fluff about it except for me talking here at the end. So with that said, I will stop. Again, you can follow me at Twitter, at BuildingX. Uh, I'm on... Uh, LinkedIn, and um, you can also uh, email me at matt at buildingx.co, and the blog, of course, is buildingx.co. So until next time, remember, know what you build, and share what you know. (laughs) 